Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today I want to take a closer look at two semiconductor companies that are really focusing or kind of benefiting with AI at the moment and kind of put them against each other. Uh, the two companies we're going to take a closer look at today is going to be one of my favorites, AMD and Super Micro, a fan favorite at the moment. So in today's episode, we're going to take a closer look at things like Business 101, their balance sheet, their margins, shareholder returns, growth opportunities and risk, and at the end, overall valuation. So let's take a closer look in today's episode. So the first, so first, I just want to take a closer look at kind of price returns of what we're seeing right now. Supermicro is sitting at two hundred and eighty-five dollars year to date. The stock has done amazing, two hundred and thirty-nine percent. Right, this is the Nvidia of value investors to some extent, uh, because if you were kind of following Supermicro earlier on this year, uh, this was trading at a crazy, crazy low valuation. Now, if we take a closer look at AMD right now, the stock is sitting at roughly one hundred and five dollars. Kind of a red day in the market right now we can see year to date amd is trading up at 64 percent year to date which is not the kind of returns that supermicro has returned but overall those are some amazing returns um, compared to the overall market and compared to the semiconductor space as well so like i mentioned first i want to take a closer look at their business 101 right maybe some people might not be familiar with either one or with one or of these companies so let's start off with supermicro and this is from their overall um 10k report finally i want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video and check out fool.com slash jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now with that link you get a promotional offer for their subscription service now let's continue with today's episode so if we take a closer look at the 10k report for supermicro they mentioned that they are a provider of accelerated compute platforms that are op application optimized high performance and high efficiency server and storage systems for a variety of markets including enterprise and data they do mention that they offer a high degree of flexibility and customization for their server models uh, so the customer can kind of pick the best um, the best that works for them uh, so here's just a quick image of some of the solutions that Supermicro has for example if you're kind of creating a large-scale AI training place maybe you need an extra large kind of huge huge data center you can use these liquid cool AI rack solutions maybe something large you're using this 8 GPU system maybe something mi medium you're using a 4 GPU system or if you're looking for some storage solutions another kind of example is here is hey if you're trying to kind of create uh, some form of maybe small data center, small server uh, for omniverse workloads or visualization workloads. These are some of the solutions that they provide. Uh, so right off the bat, we can see that, hey, look, they manufacture servers. And one of the important things is they kind of do it in a way where it's very customizable. And they also try to be first in the market um, with whatever they provide. Now, if we take a closer look at AMT, they mentioned that they are a global semiconductor company primarily offering numerous solutions, CPUs, GPUs, DPUs, FPGAs, and system on chips. Uh, outside of that, right, this is, most of you probably heard of AMD before. They designed their own chips. Those chips get manufactured in some other company, and those chips are used in a variety of markets like the data center, the client space, the gaming space, and the embedded space. So I do believe now we have a nice understanding of how these semiconductor companies um, kind of provide a solution to their customers so first I want to take a closer look at the balance sheet and first right off the bat we do see that both these companies have some total long-term debt AMD has a lot more debt but if we take a closer look at valuations 
Market cap of AMD is roughly 169 billion, where market cap of Supermicro is roughly 15 billion, right? So AMD is about 10x bigger than Supermicro at the moment. And I do believe if we take a closer look, their debt is actually 10x bigger as well. Uh, so it kind of uh, correlates with the kind of market cap. Advance has roughly $2.5 billion in total debt. Supermicro has roughly $290 million in total debt. Now, if we look at kind of cash, from operations luckily both companies are profitable are positive in cash flow from operations in the trailing 12 months supermicro has roughly 663 million uh, advanced micro devices amd has roughly 2.4 billion so in theory both companies have almost a one uh, i mean supermicro definitely has a lot more cash from operations than its long-term debt amd definitely has kind of enough cash flow at the moment to kind of be able to pay off almost always debt but if that wasn't the case amd and supermicro do have a nice amount of cash and short-term investments amd has roughly 6.3 billion dollars in cash supermicro has roughly 440 million so in theory without even looking at their positive cash flow from operations both companies can pay off their total debt and still have some cash left over on their end uh, amd in my opinion definitely has a bigger kind of cash and short-term investments but overall both companies and forms of balance sheets are looking okay so just quick thoughts both companies have some long-term debt like we saw at the same time both companies have enough cash and cash flow from operations to cover that long-term debt so in regards to balance sheets both companies look okay in my eyes let me know what you guys think about their balance sheets on the comments below now i do want to take a closer look at some other things but first i do want to say thank you guys for the support we just hit 28.3 thousand subs in this channel um if you haven't make sure to hit the thumbs up the subscribe button um if you want to get exclusive videos to the semiconductor membership program just click join to learn more weekly videos deep dives we're going to take a closer look at earnings later on um special offer at fool.com slash jose free newsletter at jose.naharosubstack.com and free semiconductor news at semiconductorwatch.com. All right, so next I want to take a closer look at margins. So margins is definitely a different play. We do see that, hey, um, Supermicro is a developer of servers. Um, so they just kind of buy products from all other markets. And a mar business like that will tend to have lower margins. And we can see here, Supermicro's gross profit margins are roughly 17%. AMD's gross profit margins because they are designing kind of entry to their market I want to say it's a little bit harder a little bit more expensive um, their gross profit margins show that uh, they also help, do have a little bit of software solutions as well uh, and their overall gross margins are 45.6% in the kind of recent quarter uh, so overall we do see that AMD does lead in margins now if we take a closer look at profit margins right now we are kind of in an interesting cycle in the semiconductor space Supermicro has an amazing profit margin right now of roughly 8.86. When we take a closer look at quarterly numbers, those are one of the highest we've seen in a while. Advanced Micro Devices is roughly sitting at quarterly profit margins of 0.5%. Those are probably one of the lowest numbers we've seen in the past three years. So like we take a closer look, just some quick thoughts, gross profits. We did see that designing chips is clearly a better business when looking at margins when compared to server building. When 
we take a closer look at profit margins, it is important to know that AMD is kind of at its three-year low. But remember, we are in a cyclical market where right now the consumer business is doing really, really bad. So when that turns around, and I do believe it should, thanks to kind of macroeconomics eventually turning around, AMD's profits should go up to higher values like we've seen in the past, maybe closer to 20%. Now, what's uh, super micro, right? They're nearly at a three-year high right now due to the huge demand for AI servers. And I do believe this could be one of the risks in the future. Hey, what if the AI demand kind of slowed down? Then super micro, maybe those margins can start to kind of dwindle and dwindle a little bit more. Also, another thing to understand or to keep in mind now is competition in the server space is a little bit harder or it, there's more competition in this space. So obviously that can put some pricing pressure uh, in the future. AMD definitely has pricing pressure as well with its competition of Intel, who is such a huge player. Um, now I want to take a closer look at shareholder returns. I, I want to say both companies don't really do much of a dividend. They none of them actually pay a dividend. Um, AMD has been buying back a nice amount of shares. We can see in the trailing 12 months, they, run, they bought roughly 1.5 billion shares. Um, Supermicro has bought roughly 130 million. Um, again, none of them pay any dividend. While AMD does kind of do a little bit more buybacks, it is kind of important to understand that AMD has diluted their shares a lot more in the past uh, five years or so. Since 2019, AMD has increased their outstanding shares by roughly 50%. Most of it is actually coming from an acquisition that it did of Silinx. If not, we do believe it will probably be in similar ranks of Supermicro, which would be in the low to mid-teens. Supermicro right now, shares outstanding since 2019 have grown only 11.18%. Again, like I mentioned, most of that dilution for AMD was thanks to an acquisition acquisition that the company did um, but overall we do see that right now both companies don't really do much of a return in buy uh, in shareholders only in forms of buybacks but supermicro hasn't done it in a while and amd is only doing it to kind of offset the huge amount of dilation dilution that they've seen in the past now if we take a closer look at growth opportunities so growth opportunities for amd uh, first i do believe we should kind of take a closer look at analyst expectations so both amd and supermicro are expected to grow a nice amount in the current fiscal year in next fiscal year and two fiscal years ahead uh, so both companies are definitely expected expected to see nice growth. Uh, if we take a closer look at what's kind of driving that growth, let's start off with Supermicro. With Supermicro is obviously the AI market. Uh, they have numerous opportunities here in the AI space. In some of their most recent earnings, they did mention that, hey, look, they're seeing strong tractions in huge in all of their AI products, obviously right now driven by uh, AI. By nvidia's ai products um, but overall they're also getting good traction from intel and amd's ai solutions as well so i do believe that's one good thing about supermicro that hey it doesn't matter if nvidia remains the king if amd remains the king or if intel uh, intel becomes the next king of ai um it's supermicro will be able to do well with whoever wins in this race as long as there is a ai demand um they do mention that hey look 52 percent of their quarter four revenues was AI and GPU market. 
Now, AMD's growth opportunity is also in the AI space. They have kind of GPUs that go against uh, NVIDIA's, and there is a huge market there. They have huge amount of CPUs, and obviously the amount of consumer products that once the consumer market returns, they will be able to benefit from that space. They still have such a low market share um, compared to Intel that this can overall help them grow their opportunity in the data center market as they continue to take market share from Intel in the server CPU. Now, some of the risks, obviously for Supermicro, like I mentioned, one is, hey, right now they are seeing this huge AI demand and that's kind of helping kind of push average selling prices. But if things start to turn around and there is a lot of competition, those margins, those pricing powers can kind of go down. With AMD, obviously there is also competition in this space and obviously Intel is a big player at the moment right now. So the final thing I want to take a closer look at is valuations. If we take a closer look at AMD's current PE ratio is non-existent because of the overall cyclicality in the market. Supermicro is sitting at a current PE ratio of 25.62, which doesn't seem that crazy. Now, if we take a closer look at PE ratio forward, um, forward, which is the end of this fiscal year. Um, so two, two quarters for AMD and four quarters for Supermicro. If I'm thinking correctly, uh, AMD's PE ratio is 38, Supermicro's is 17. Uh, so AMD is definitely kind of pulling back down and Supermicro is still sitting at those, uh, those very strong low valuation numbers. Now forward one year, so this is not this fiscal year, but next fiscal year, AMD's PE ratio is 25.4, Supermicro is roughly 14.45. Uh, so we do see that Supermicro trades at a lower valuation when compared to AMD, but I do believe it's because the market understands the difference in growth opportunities, right? So if I had to choose one right now, I do believe I would have to choose with the one that's in my portfolio at the moment, and that is AMD stock. And the reason for AMD is I do believe AMD is one of those that while Supermicro has that great opportunity that it doesn't matter who wins in the AI race, uh, Supermicro can definitely win. I am a little bit worried about maybe some of the competition in the server business um, even though Supermicro right now is able to really kind of enter into the market before all its other competitors and they do have great kind of partnership with AMD with Nvidia and Intel I still believe there's only there's a form of cap to that space that Supermicro is in where I don't believe AMD has much of a cap at the moment as they can grow into other markets also with their FPGA solutions also with their AI solutions in the PC market. Um, and in forms of forward valuation, we did see that, hey, super AMD's PE ratio forward one year sitting at 25.4. This doesn't mean I'm bearish on Supermicro. I do believe if I, if I, 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 how can I say this, right? Super, if I had Supermicro in my portfolio, it wouldn't be the worst thing, right? I, I don't believe it would be the worst thing. I wouldn't sell it right away. But I personally do enjoy the growth opportunities of AMD a little bit more, even if I'm paying a little bit more of a valuation. Uh, I do believe Supermicro is very dependent on kind of everybody's supply chain, and that can definitely handle um, the company one way or another. Uh, so let me know what you guys think. Take care. Have a good day. And See you next time.